Welcome to So Gross, Such Point, Much Blank. A little concern about the movie Gross Point Blank, put together by me, Joe George, and my co-host, Blake Collier. This week, we are continuing our minute-by-minute discussion of the movie Gross Point Blank by looking at minute number three, in which the violence inevitably occurs. In this minute, we begin with a man riding a bike down a hill and end with clever banter between John Cusack's assassin Martin Blank and his assistant Marcella, played by his real-life sister, Joan Cusack. Blake, are you ready for murder? Oh, man, I'm always ready for murder. (laughs) It's one (laughs) of the few things that has carried over since my conservative Christian days. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I, I I share that opinion. I don't want I, I I hate the violence in real life, and I yeah. love it on my TV screen. So that's though, a, I've, I've, I've actually I've had a, some concerns with, uh, oh. with with this scene, but oh, oh. yeah, but go but, but go ahead. Okay. But actually, kind of what's what's that? Well, so I was I was gonna say that that maybe at a later point in the film talk, we'll uh, I'll, I'll give you my theoretical uh, like idea of of why violence in film is okay compared to violence in real life. Ooh. Oh, so is it more than just nobody dies in film? Yes, much more than that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So, but so that's, that's, that's not always for the now. basis of mine. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so we get a, we we get this nice long shot of and and it, yeah. you see you notice that it's 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 very tantamount to the moment because there are no uh, titles or anything like that showing up. Yeah, they they they, they suspend. Uh, your kind of product producers and things like that to have this long shot. And you have Martin Blank with his rifle up going from window to window as he's tracking their, their how yeah. this bicyclist is moving down the street, which is one of the coolest scenes. So it's, cool. It's, it's yeah. amazing. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, it is just, it's, it's, it's one of such a simple gesture uh-huh. Yeah, even now for like the hundredth time that I've seen this, yeah. uh, uh, I just watching it the other time, it's just like, oh, that is such a nice detail. Yes, that I mean, and good on Armitage for not cutting for because yeah. I'm sure Cusack, that that was a Cusack choice, right? Yeah. To oh, yeah, continue tracking sure. it. Good on cutting back to 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 show us a cyclist again because I could see how that would be a a, a nonsense detail when it comes time to cut down the film. Yeah, so cool. Yeah, so no, cool. and 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 it's just so stylish. Like the, yeah, I mean, you, it's something you don't see often in this kind of movie. Like whether it's yeah. serious or or comedic, like dark comedies, like you just don't see that level yeah. of of detail shown. And and yeah. and and the funny thing is, is when the remainder of the film, like you don't get that kind of detail uh, in some a lot of the other areas. That that level mm. of detail, um, yeah. like in his other yeah. hits. Um, yeah. Mainly his other hits, not not the actual like you know reunion. No, yeah, here, but but you kind of get brought into the space in yeah. which he's doing it, uh, and yeah. this you see the preparation, you see him yeah. getting ready, finding his aim, and then tracking it, and you're just like, yeah. that's brilliant. Like, and so yep, yeah, um, so yeah, we you see this this you you see him tracking along the wall as it goes to the open window, and and then he. As the guy pulls out a gun on the bike, about to shoot someone in front of the hotel, he kills the guy who was supposed to hit the other guy. <laughs> yeah. So we're, 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 we're we don't know we're who watching. these people are. We, yeah. we, we don't know why he's trying to kill them. Yeah. Uh, we, we don't know 
we don't know anything about it. We just assume that because John Cusack is the lead actor in this film and he's the main character, we are on his side. So whatever that guy's about to do is bad. <laughs> so. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's such a good it's such a good intro to that part of the movie. Right. Like, yeah. like this, this violence that happens there. He shoots. The guards on the 90s looking mobsters, you know, yeah. whip out their guns and yep. they start. I mean, it's th- this part one of this uh, maelstrom of violence yeah. uh, and, and double crossing occurs right there. And it's yeah. it's juxtaposed with a couple of things that we've got. Again, the the, the I can see clearly is still playing, mm-hmm. but now we're we're at the bridge where it just it mellows out. Right. A- a- as he's taking aim, which has the effect of sort of building tension because it's like the it's like the movie is pausing yeah. as 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 Martin's preparing to do his thing. Also, in this minute, we get Marcella starting to read the copy for the uh, reunion ad. So there's this great juxtaposition of the music doing this, of Marcella kind of reading this really cheesy. Yeah, uh, you wrote it all down, didn't you? No, I didn't. I, I, but I, I wrote. Certain oh, okay, about to say. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> so we've got all of that, and Martin's taking aim, and he's looking so cool. And then right before, right when he's got the guy in his sights, he says, "Hold on a second. <laughs> and this, everything stops, and he makes his shot, and it's just, it's cool. Like yeah. he, he doesn't, he doesn't. This is what's great about Cusack as an action hero, uh, which does not track, I think, for a lot of people when you think of action heroes. But he does this so well because he undersells that line. Like the movie knows how cool this whole thing is. And he just – hold on a second. And (laughs) and does the shot. And it's amazing. And then he automatically starts taking apart his gun like it's nothing. Like it's just – he's like, okay, well, my job is done. I'm going to – you know, move on. Nothing, nothing big. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's the, it's the same effect of the cliche walking away from an explosion sort of yeah, thing. Right. Exactly. Where the guy is so tough and so cool. He doesn't even have to turn around and look, but this is a more subtle version of this. Yeah. It's the same effect mm-hmm. that he knows he made a shot. He knows he did his job and now he can pack up and go home. Yeah. He's not perturbed by any of it. Yep. But us as the audience, we're like, Whoa! <laughs> well, and as as we get into the film, we we start to understand why he is that way, yeah. like why he he is so underselling that those yeah. that moment. It is so cool, and it, it's it's stunning. Like every time I watch this film, that shot gets me every single time. Uh, no matter how many times I've seen this movie, uh, yeah. just that whole kind of long shot, yeah. uh, and how he undersells it, and he's just doing his job, and he just. Yeah. It's like a machine, and and I'll come yeah. back to that uh, several times yeah. as we as we analyze this film. But he is he is a machine. Yes, and he is. He doesn't have much life outside of that. So yeah, yeah. It's it's a really really well done uh, scene, and and it's probably easily singular scene wise. It's probably the best thing Armitage has ever directed. Yeah, you know, I think I agree with that. Yeah, I think you're right. That's that's what a great way to open the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're if you're not already in the music and then the banter, yeah. that movie that that scene will bring you in automatically. Yeah. So we we get the first act of violence. Now I want to hear what your problematic is. It does it happen at this point or next minute? Next, next minute. minute. Okay. When, when so Gosher shows up. That's, okay. That's when. Uh, okay. I think I know where where, where the problem is going to be then. Yeah. We'll um, get there. Sweet. Uh, so, so 
yeah, like you, like we mentioned, Marcella is reading the uh, cheesy reunion kind of copy edit piece. Yeah, and I, I, I just want. I wrote down a few elements of it that I just want to <laughs> pass by us and and juxtapose as to what's happening actually in the scene. There's a point where right before Marcella starts reading off these different people that he went to high school with and what they're doing now, <laughs> yeah. um, that she says. Or the, 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 the piece says, we're proud of your accomplishments. And, <laughs> and and you're just like, what he's doing now, would they actually be truly proud of his accomplishments? And that's the yeah. that's the that's the perfect way to introduce that what most people are coming to this movie to enjoy is that tension between yeah. you know, the expectation of what high schoolers are gonna end up doing in their life. And what Martin yeah. Mike ends up being, and and so yeah. it's and we've all felt it on some level, like we've felt that yeah. tension, but you just upped it with the fact that he's a professional killer, <laughs> and so yeah. And then I I want to pass this by because this line, as Marcella says, uh, whatever that means, <laughs> and I want to <laughs> yeah. see I want to see if we can we can get some meaning out of this. There's nowhere you can go. That you haven't learned to go in time. <laughs> no, I, I went over that too. And I don't think I think I think that's the joke, right? That yeah. it doesn't mean it's it's this pompous oh, I mean, it's this it's 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 high school graduation talk. Yeah. Uh yep. you know, my 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 oldest son just graduated high school and I I love him dearly and I'm proud of him. But one of the things we've had a lot of time fun with is just making fun of all of the pompousness that goes along yeah. with this. I mean, he pointed out first, he's like, most Americans graduate high school. This yeah. isn't actually that big of a deal. Like yeah. everybody's talking like my life is changing. And he's like, it's, I'm just doing what everybody else did. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I think that's, I think that's a lot of it. This kind of assumption that just by doing this very mundane thing, you're, yeah. you, you're somehow exceptional. And, and the only way to kind of make it feel like that is to spout a bunch of nonsense, you know, mm-hmm. as a reader of continental philosophy, I'm a fan of spouting nonsense to make something sound <laughs> mundane sound, uh, profound, but well, I think that's as, what's going on there. As a fan of continental philosophy <laughs> and a writer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because really, at the end of the day, isn't that what writing is? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're lucky uh, I'm not on deadline with anything right now. Exactly. Otherwise, I'd have I have time for my crisis. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> before there I have to go. sit down and work. <laughs> what, what did you get out of it? So, yeah, I, I think it's the, I think it's the same thing. Like, there's, I mean, you could you could look at it and try to try to tease out meaning out of it, but really it's nonsense like it's 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 your typical it's that it's that element of what a reunion ultimately is it's a it's a bunch of people coming back together after a certain amount of years and trying to force meaning where there is no meaning yeah (laughs) at least there wasn't there's no meaning outside of your specific friend group or your specific like click yeah, um, yeah. And and you're trying to force something that doesn't need to be forced. Yeah. And it, and this this phrase is perfect for that. Like it's forcing meaning out of out of like jumble words that if you really look at it doesn't actually mean anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um 
I mean, you could say that, yeah, okay. Um, there's there's nowhere that you're going in your life that uh, you haven't been to already. You know, that's that's like a... Sure. That's, um, that's a very wondrous reading of that. <laughs> because no, sure. one, no one has been through life at, by the time they hit high, <laughs> the end of high school. I mean... Exactly. It's, it's the perfect way to introduce this idea of a reunion because you're yeah. already seeing you're seeing everything about this 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 concept of the film kind of coming into play in that scene um yeah you know this 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 dichotomy between what he actually does for a living and and who people yeah. think he is and yeah. then this idea that we're trying to create a meaning or a memory that never was um, mm. And so, mm. we're we're forcing meaning on something that that only had meaning in the present, mm. and, and, and yeah. it doesn't have any meaning anymore. And so, how's That's that work good. for you? <laughs> I, I think I'm, I'm going to push back on it a little bit this way, though. Um, yeah. Could we not say though that Martin's arc, in a certain way, is going from having no meaning to developing meaning? In other words, yeah. um, when, you know, the, the whole it's not me thing. Yeah. He's trying to strip meaning from the things that he does. And I mean, even in the scene, yeah. we watch him watch the uh, violence that's occurring and he steps away from it. Right. Yeah, he does. Uh, or or he, mm -hmm. he, he doesn't register yeah. to it. Right. He's just he's a little bit of annoyance um, is going to crease over his face when in the next minute yeah. when he realizes that he's been scooped or yeah. you know the goal didn't work out um but at this point he's he just murdered a man and he's watching people uh freak out in response to the murder that just happened and he's just looking at good the only this means nothing more than job well done at yes. least as far as he's concerned yeah on the one hand yes we have this kind of forced meaning on interactions that where that meaning has left it but on the other hand we have uh, Martin sort of discovering that interactions do have meaning, yes. right? That that his his relationship with uh with with Debbie that meant something that yeah. that was integral to who he was in in a certain way. So well, and I, I, I think we've got yeah, and I think you, I there. think you could say that there's a there's a distinction between manufactured meaning and natural meaning. Mm, yeah, yeah, um, which which is is very much going to become a reality as we go through the film is that this kind yeah, of good because the reunion is the manufactured aspect. Like we're trying to manufacture meaning in spaces where people have either forgotten each other for good yeah. reason, because they were, yeah. they, they only had so much importance <laughs> unless they were your closest yeah. friends. They don't really have, they don't, they don't read as anything more than people I went to school with. That's it. Right. And so, right. um, the whole idea of a reunion is is fascinating, and that's why the film, as it stands, as as the kind of summation reads, is so is so striking, is because we all wish we were more interesting than we actually are, <laughs> and to have someone who yeah. is interesting in the wrong way <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> go to his high school reunion and no one believing him that's that's fascinating. So that's that is yeah, great. Yeah, so, you know, uh, this raises a question. Did you go to your 10-year reunion? I did. I did. Did and, you? How uh, was it? Eh. It was like, it was as if everyone was bloated. 
<laughs> oh, that's what I look for in my movies, risk militude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah. yeah, I uh I, I doubt I'll probably go to another one. Um yeah. I mean they're the the people I and and really Facebook has made the world a, a place which reunions are almost kind of pointless. Um yeah. yeah. In in good and bad ways, I would say. Um Yeah. Uh there's there's a certain distance now that you can detach yourself from. But um yeah. yeah. But I probably won't go to any more just because most of the people I care about seeing again, I keep up with anyway. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's most of my so you closest have to friends. Go the yeah. Existential crisis. No, no. And, <laughs> and, you know, it was the perfect timing because at the time that I went to my high school reunion, I was a interim college minister and I would be going straight from that to, uh, to Barnes and Noble. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I was kind of aimless, uh, if it was going to okay. hit me, it was going to hit me then. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's great. Yeah. Uh, uh, was there anything you... else that you noticed or I, I, I had a couple of things real quick, but yeah. What do you got? Here. What do you got? So, so I just want to point out a couple of people that show up in the, in the, in the list or the titles. Yeah. Uh, Brian yeah. Burdan was the editor of the film. Um, he would go mm-hmm. on to edit uh, the big bounce uh he would go uh-huh. he he uh, he did natural born killers he did a few other okay. films like that so like he's actually he's actually got a de- few decent films in his in his catalog um uh, so that, don't hold the big bounce against yeah, him yeah don't yeah say. don't don't do that, that i mean him. he doesn't <laughs> he he doesn't have a whole lot of uh of films that he edited but the ones that he did pick were were pretty solid uh so jamie anderson the dp one of his first films was piranha 1978 oh uh, which That's is great. a great film. Uh, he did What's yeah. Love Got to Do With It, about Tina Turner okay. in 93. Yeah. Um, he did such classics as Man of the House. <laughs> he did The Juror. Uh, he he okay. did Odd Couple 2. And later on, he did The Gift, which is actually a low-key Sam Raimi great, in my opinion. Yeah, nope, it is great. Um, and then, uh, one of my favorite rom-coms, The Girl Next Door. I have never seen oh, the girl next door. It's so good, especially if you like Timothy Oliphant. <laughs> I do. Yeah. So I, I yeah, guess I'm yeah. gonna have to check that yeah. out. Yeah. 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 He's I don't. Great. I don't know that I want to watch a uh, rom com starring Tilly, Timothy Oliphant with my wife because you know <laughs> then she's going to look over at the pudgy, like, not cool man that she married, well, and <laughs> he's he, he's not a very good person in this movie. So okay, he, he's I'll take, he's skeezy. I'll take that. <laughs> So I'm looking up his list, uh, Anderson's credits here, and you skipped over a couple that were fundamental for me. Okay. Where is it? Unlawful Entry. Um, oh, nice. Had some, uh, you know, nude scenes that were that Ooh. were important to young teenage me. So uh, not to be too skeevy there. Um, and it, it's a terrible, terrible movie. <laughs> it was one of those that a friend's dad uh, was watching. And it was one of those weird sort of there are, you know, pre-internet days here so there there are naked people on tv and like everybody's just cool with it this is weird uh so we did that um no love for bad santa uh so i i I didn't like it the first time i saw it but like i said it's it's another one i need to revisit because i generally like um crap what's his name the main actor you generally like crap you and Uh, me both bobby billy bob (laughs) thornton that's it I I, okay. I blanked out on his name for all of a sudden. No, I, I generally like Billy Bob Thornton, so 
it's one I need to revisit. Um, if nothing else, like I just to get a Bernie Mac, you know, since I don't get any of them anymore. Oh. So, uh, yeah, I love Bernie Mac. So, um, I'm a big Terry Zweigoff fan. Uh, okay. who directed that? He directed Ghost World. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I even gotcha. like Art School Confidential, which yeah. uh, Anderson also shot. Yep. So, uh, I need to watch Art yeah, School Confidential. Some good Never saw it. It's um, it's not great. I like it, but because I like Dan Close, the the comic book artist who, okay. who wrote all this and it's based on. But it's not if you're going in expecting like the director of Ghost World doing yeah. another adaptation of a Ghost World, uh, yeah. the same writer. It's not that. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> so, and he did. He shot a couple episodes of Pushing Daisies. And I yeah. love Pushing Daisies. Oh yeah, it's so, a great show. that's a great show. Good for good for Jamie Anderson. Yeah, so he's you know that's 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 a decent that's a decent catalog yeah. there. So yeah, so there's a there's a, a DP that has a, a decent background and and yeah. what he was doing. I'm, I'm I'm hoping he's the guy who placed the camera for that opening shot. Um, yeah, because if that's the case, then then really it's it's him that we need to to, to thank for, for for that element. So um, yeah, yeah, that's but those are the only two things I had left. Okay. The, 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 the last thing I want to just kind of touch on real quick is the last bit that we hear in this minute is Marcella saying, don't tease me. Oh, um, yeah. And it's just it's such a great line reading. We get the sense of a, a sort of cool guy assistant banter, like sidekick mm-hmm. banter yeah. kind of going on with them. But there's something about the disdain or a, an equal disconnect with which she reads that line yeah. that – sets up that there's in the same way that 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 uh, Martin Blank is more than your Elaine Delon style assassin then she's more than you know your sassy assistant there yes. there's there's some melancholy in that reading there at least that I that I got so well, there's a there's a subversion of 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 tropes too i mean absolutely at this point you're you're going into what at least 50 60 years of crime noir films that that they're playing yep. off of um yep and so, yeah, there's. I, I definitely agree that there, there, there are elements of their characters that are very spot on for the quote unquote characters yeah. of those kind of films, but because of that disdain and that those certain under like uh, the the way he they they read their lines and and the way they interact, yeah, it it throws it on its head. So yeah. So but that's, please, that's but, all I've got. You can yeah. Don't tease me, Joe. <laughs> it was a little creepy when you said that so i'm going to tease you with the end of this Beautiful. episode so here we go we've been your host blake collier and joe george if you like what you hear then head over to itunes send us up next month we're going to continue the minute by minute exploration of gross point blank with a double cross in minute four subscribe to our show so you don't miss that episode or any others and remember this podcast is us breathing. Thank you for listening to So Gross, Such Point, Much Point. If you like what you've heard, head on over to Apple Podcasts and give us a good review. If you don't like what you've heard, it's a gross point blank podcast. What did you expect it to sound like? Our podcast theme comes from Jans. You can find more of his music and work at jansofficial.com, and it's spelled Y-O-N-S. Our podcast outro music comes from Jeff Hansen. Our podcast artwork comes from Jeff Wyrick. 
You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash so gross pod and that's gross with an e and you can find us on twitter at so gross pod also with an e you can follow blake on twitter at lost in osmosis and you can follow joe on twitter at ja george ii thanks again for listening to so gross such point much blank on the film inquiry podcast network Hey, bing, 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 bang. Popcorn. Yeah, whatever. <laughs>